Well, hey there, beautiful, and welcome back. This is episode 68 of the Ignite Her Soul podcast, and I am so happy that you are here with me. Happy Labor Day. Hope you are having an amazing long weekend with your family or your friends or whoever it is that you are hanging out with. I myself am giddy with excitement because even though you are hearing this on Monday, Labor Day. I'm actually recording this on Friday, September 1st, and tomorrow I get to meet my new little friend. His name is Jax. He is a Bassett Lab mix. He is the cutest little thing. He's black and he's got short little legs his head looks like a lab but he's got little basset hound legs and he's the cutest thing you've ever seen they found him in alabama he was tied to a mile marker with a sign that said free take me or shoot me <sighs> yeah i just had to take a deep breath there i don't understand people i don't understand why so many people even have dogs it makes me sad to think that there are so many precious animals out there um, that are in this type of scenario. And he was actually taken to a kill shelter in Alabama, an overcrowded kill shelter in Alabama. And the um, rescue that I had um, adopted one of my little mutts through reached out to me to see if I would foster him. And I said, absolutely so um he comes with rave reviews everyone in the shelter has fallen in love with him and i am so excited right now and i can't wait to meet him and um so anyway that's my excitement today i'm actually going to be talking to you guys about something that plagues so many women especially when we start a new entrepreneurial journey or we decide to take our business up a notch. And I'm gonna be talking to you about those awkward beginnings. And for all of my perfectionist overthinkers, <laughs> you especially are gonna to wanna to stay tuned because this is really gonna help you out. So grab your Bible, your journal, and your beverage of choice, and let's do this. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream? A desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for His glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do, and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step, feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. 
Then God showed me the way. And now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul so you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite because the world needs you now more than ever to become her so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal because you're going to want to take notes. So as I mentioned, today I'm going to be talking about those awkward beginnings, you know, those times where we sit and stew and wonder, should I, should I not, should I, can I, all of that stuff that keeps going on in our head. And I'm going to get started with the scripture and it's 1 Peter 4.10. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So my question is this. Do you have a dream to do something different with your life? Something that you haven't done yet in the past. Something that you've maybe been sitting on for a while because you just didn't see how it can really happen. Maybe it's to take some sort of course or to start a business or to write a book or to start some sort of a ministry or whatever that dream that God has placed in your heart. I think so many times we're actually afraid to step out and do something new because it's just that. It's new. And we're afraid that we're not going to be good at it. Not to mention, your brain loves the familiar and it hates change. So that story that we have on repeat kicks in on overdrive and we come up with a million different excuses as to why we can't. Because we are looking at our past to determine our future. And since we've never done anything like we want to do before, we automatically assume that we can't do it or we couldn't or wouldn't be good at it. So we file that dream that God gives us away and we never give ourselves a chance to really go for it. And then we find a little part of us dying a little more with each day that we stuff that dream. We just know that something is missing from our lives, but we're too afraid to get out of the boat and go for it. Weeks pass, months, years even, and we can't, we can't figure out why we wake up unmotivated, apathetic, and sad even, like a piece of us is missing, like we have unfinished business that we need to attend to. Our soul is crying out for us to just take a chance and go for it. Anyone ever been there? Because as you can tell, <laughs> I sure have. And what we don't realize is that the most fulfilled, happy, and joyful we're ever going to be is when we're right smack dab in the middle of God's call for our lives. But instead, we're allowing fear, doubt, unbelief, and all of our old programming to stand in the way. And I'm going to give you a really silly example of what I'm talking about in doing something new um, from an experience that I had as a new mom. I can still vividly remember when I brought my daughter, who is now... 35 home from the hospital. I was completely intimidated by the process. I had had dogs for as many years as I can remember. I even handled a litter of 12 puppies at one time, like right when I got married. But I had never experienced little tiny humans. And it was quite intimidating for me. And the first day that my husband left to go back to work, 
and he left me alone all by myself, I literally cried like a baby because first of all, <laughs> I had some serious postpartum depression. But mainly, I was just afraid that something was going to happen to her on my watch. You know, like my watch. And then I wouldn't know what to do. But you know what? I figured it out. And then over time, I got pretty darn good at it, I gotta say. And then by the time my second daughter came around, I didn't even think twice about being left alone with her. But I want you guys to understand that God has gifted every single one of us in certain areas. But when we start something new, we don't always see that, okay? Be because it, it doesn't mean that you're actually going to excel in your gift in the beginning. And I think that that's what stops a lot of us from ever getting started. Because it's highly possible that you might be downright bad at whatever it is in the beginning. Because there are a lot of gifts that actually have to be cultivated. And here's what I mean by that. You know, I think a lot of us at one point in our life have actually had glaring gifts. I know I have. Whether it's athletics or speaking or dancing or singing or uh, something along those lines. And for me, it was athletics. Sports was one of those things that I really didn't have to put much effort into because it came so naturally to me. And I would say that I had a pretty clear gift there. Um, I was a leader. I led teams all the way up until I graduated high school. And... <laughs> The interesting thing about that is when God called me into the entrepreneurial space to actually lead teams to speak and to share my story and all that kind of stuff, that was really, really, really scary for me. I was a massive introvert. I had a ton of skills that I needed to learn, a ton of wounds that needed healing, and a lot of things that were really, really hard for me. And in the beginning, I was pretty bad, I gotta say. In fact, I can remember when I first started doing videos. Oh. M G. <laughs> they were terrible. I did this little thing called a minute of wisdom on my Facebook page. And this was before live video ever came out. This was, gosh, I started this, oh, I can't even remember, 2014 or before even that. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I was teaching like a scripture or something that I was learning on mindset or whatever. And I would just talk about it for like a minute on my Facebook page. But in the very beginning, there were days that I probably recorded that minute video a hundred times because it had to be perfect, right? Where are all my perfectionist peeps out there? Okay. I mean, it was <laughs> hilarious. I recorded and I re-recorded and I re-recorded and I re-recorded almost every single video that I ever made. It would literally take me an hour to shoot a one minute video because I would replay them and I would find one stupid thing and then I would keep recording it <laughs> until I got it right. And then I'm, I'm actually like getting mad at God saying, you know, I can't believe that you really even want me to do this because I stink at it. And I was like, you know, like, like, what's the deal? Why is this so hard for me? And I was so frustrated most days and I kept telling God that he had the wrong person for sure, but he was relentless and I kept going and eventually I got good at it. And then when Facebook live came out, it was easy for me because I had done so many videos and yes, towards the end, I actually stopped recording them 35 times and was actually able to get them done in one or maybe two takes. So yes, over time, I got better. And today, I know there are people out there that are 
way more charismatic and they're really, really awesome at video and they're great at reels and they're great at podcasts and all the things, but you know what? Good for them. I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't do anything fancy. And I am totally okay with that because my passion is to talk you into living your dreams. I'm here to talk you into fulfilling the calling that God has for your life, to never quit, to never give up, to, to fall down, to get back up and just keep moving forward. And if I'm worried about getting it all perfect all the time, I'd never get anything done. You see, 1.0 is better than 0.0 any day. Now, can we improve on our skills? Absolutely. And we absolutely should. But if you're waiting to be perfect and get started, you never will. And a whole lot of people will miss out on the gift that you, my friend, have to offer. I know that my gift is to help you to understand how to take your thoughts captive and how to automate or how your automations and your stories that you keep telling yourself are keeping you from God's calling and that you can actually get to the end of your life and not hear well done because of the stories that you keep telling yourself. And I'm going to repeat that. You can actually get to the end of your life and not hear well done because of the stories that you keep telling yourself. My message has been the same for years and I'm okay with that. Because until God changes it, I'm going to stick with it. Because it's his message and not mine. And guess what? He's got one for you. And it's your job to discover the message, to discover the gift, and discover everything it is that God's calling you to do. So I'm at the point now that I've got a message to deliver and perfection is just not important for me anymore. Now, there's also a difference between not wanting to be perfect and totally half arsing things <laughs> that's not good either there's a fine line between perfection and doing things as unto the lord which is what we as christian entrepreneurial women are called to do but if you're sitting and spinning in doubt and fear if you're trying to get everything perfect then you're never going to get started or if you do something that's not totally perfect and somebody makes a snide comment on it and you quit that's not good either Again, remember, version 1.0 is way better than 0.0 all day, every day. Because it's a journey, and we grow and we get better along the journey as long as we don't quit, we don't give up when we fall down, we get back up and we keep moving forward. You see, you have to allow yourself to go through that awkward stage no matter what it is that you're doing. Falling down and getting back up, however many times it takes, or I can assure you that you're never ever going to get where you want to go. You know, I know a lot of people that can just riff all their content, <laughs> but that's not me. Maybe it's you, but it's not me. My brain likes to know in advance what I'm going to say, so I'm probably way more thorough in outlining my podcast episodes than most people are because it's really, really easy for me to get off on a tangent and talk for hours about something that has nothing to do with the topic that I'm on. And I have to reel myself back in and then I forget the topic and it can get really crazy. But I know that. And so it's all good. I don't edit. I don't re-record podcast episodes. In fact, there were episodes where my husband decided to come home and start mowing the grass in the middle of a podcast and I just keep going. I know that you guys heard Kara before she left me um, barking in the background. I say the wrong words and I get off topic sometimes and I just keep going because I'm not about being perfect. I'm about being real because if I'm perfect, you're never going to be able to relate to me. And I need people to see that if God has something for you to say, 
or for you to do, then you need to just get out there and do it in the most vulnerable state that you have and God will go before you and make a way. Because you, my friend, have a gift. You see, you have to allow yourself to go for whatever that desire is that God has placed in your heart or you will live to regret it. And I know that because it's happened to me. I told you that I was an athlete and I led teams for years. I was always picked first in PE and everyone always wanted me to be on their team because they knew that I was the best shot that they had at winning because I, I hated to lose. I hated, hated to lose. And I was going to do everything that I could do to win. And people wanted to be around that fire. Now, I don't say that to puff myself up because I had a gift. You know, it, it wasn't me. I clearly had a God-given gift to play sports and elite teams. But I was also bullied big time for it. And since I was born with a spirit of rejection and abandonment, the enemy knew exactly what he needed to do to take me out. And bullying was that thing. Now, I never showed it on the field. In fact, it made me more determined to play harder and win even more because I was going to prove to them <laughs> that I was that jock that they were talking about. But off the field, I was a wounded little soul. And those wounds would eventually take me out of the game, the real game that God had for me to play. See, years ago, God gave me a big vision to build a community and lead a team of women in network marketing. But it literally scared the life out of me. The spirit of rejection reared its ugly head every single day so strong that I was totally paralyzed. And so what did I do? Well, I sold a lot of products for a lot of different companies. I had shiny object syndrome. I jumped from company to company. And I was always afraid to plant my flag anywhere and build a team because I didn't believe that I could do it. And... I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of getting rejected. And this probably went on for seven years before I finally just hung up my network marketing hat and started coaching. And as much as I have loved coaching over the years, and I know that it's a gift that I have, I still feel like there's unfinished business, like there's still something missing. And I believe at some point that God will have me back there in network marketing to take care of that unfinished business. Now that he's healed all the soul wounds and traumas, it kept me from stepping into who he created me to be. Now, will I always coach? Absolutely. Because it's a part of who I am. Whether it's coaching my team or coaching one-on-one or coaching group coaching, whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter. It's a part of who I am and I will always be that person. You see, coaching for me is like playing sports. It comes so naturally for me because I've done the work for so many years on myself that it brings me such great joy to facilitate it for others. But network marketing is that unfinished business that I believe that now that I have overcome everything the enemy tried to take me out with is the thing that God is going to turn around for good and help a lot of people. And that's why taking care of your ish is so important. Because friend, if you are sitting in perfection or doubt or fear or whatever it is, afraid to take that first step, because of the story that you keep telling yourself or because of soul wounds and traumas like I had, you will live a life of regret and you will die with unfinished business. So what's your story? What's that thing like me that you keep telling yourself? What's that thing that God has called you to that you're afraid to get started at? 
because you're afraid of those awkward beginnings. You're afraid that you might not get it all right in the beginning. What is that thing that God has called you to? So I'm curious, do you have a big dream? A desire that you're certain that God has placed in your heart. You see others who are crushing it in their business and their life. Then you know that it can be done. Yet you sit and stew in doubt and fear and unbelief. Afraid to take that first step. And your confidence takes a licking day in and day out because of it. So you stuff that dream up in the attic. And you continue to live an unfulfilled life. Sitting on the sidelines. Watching other people win. Afraid to get in the game. Mad at the world and mad at yourself. Friend, I get where you are because I've totally been there for years actually. Y'all know my story. The inner conflict tore me apart and it totally wrecked my health. I knew that I needed help, but I didn't know what to do. Then I hired a coach, someone who believed in me and my dreams before I ever could. And my life radically changed in every area. I was afraid to invest in the beginning, but it was the best investment I ever made because it led me to coaching. It led me to create coaching programs. And that is why I am so excited to announce the launch of my newest program. <laughs> Train Your Brain Bootcamp 2.0. And for those of you that went through the original Train Your Brain Bootcamp and had amazing results, I am here to tell you this 2.0 version is off the chain. First of all, we will be setting goals with God from a place of confidence. Then we will dive into your identity, get rid of all the stories that you have on repeat inside of your precious little brain, including your money story. You're going to learn what it truly means to take your thoughts captive by applying biblical principles in neuroscience and rewire your brain to God's truth instead of the lies of the enemy. This program is unlike anything I've seen on the market because it's all encompassing and includes rewiring your brain, customized business strategies and tactics, and are you ready for this? daily accountability to support and encourage you along your entrepreneurial journey to keep moving forward. So you got no excuses. <laughs> Imagine what would happen if you had no more doubt, confusion, overwhelming procrastination. How would things change for you if you could take the next 12 weeks and rewire your brain to actually work for you, to actually seek out opportunities for you, to actually help you instead of causing you to procrastinate and sabotage? What if you could actually set goals at the end of this year that you knew that you were going to crush instead of having another groundhog year? How would your life change? Could you homeschool? Could you bring your husband home? Could you travel and do all the things that you've always wanted to do? What's your dream? How would your life change if you actually said yes to God and the desires that he's placed in your heart and no to the enemy and his lies and no to your old story and your automation? I can tell you from experience, coaching is the best investment you will ever make into your future and your family's future because I would never be where I am right now without all the coaches that I've had along the way. And I'll never be without a coach. It's that important. Because I have big dreams and I still find myself getting in my own way sometimes. So I got to ask you, what's your dream worth to you? What's it worth to you to hear well done? Because that's what drives me to keep moving forward. I know there's not one excuse that I can give God when I stand before him that he will buy. You're either going to hear well done or you won't. And it won't happen sitting on the sidelines of your life. 
So if you are sitting on the sidelines of life, afraid to get in the game, afraid to step up to the plate and take your hacks, I totally get where you're coming from because I was there for what seemed like an eternity until I did the work. You see, if you think you're just going to wake up one day and all your beliefs are going to be changed, like abracadabra, boom, I'm thinking better thoughts and it's all good. I'm here to burst your bubble and tell you that it's not going to happen. And if you're waiting for the perfect time to take action, I'm going to also burst that bubble because that's not going to happen either. No one is coming to save you. You're not going to wake up one day and be healed of soul wounds and traumas. God is not going to jack open your head and rewire your brain for you. Doing the work is a co-creation with him. And friend, you have a major part to play in it. I only have two spots available right now for September and they're not going to last. So if you're ready to ditch the baggage and to be set free, then I encourage you to send me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com with 2.0 in the subject line and I'll get you more information. And of course you can always find me in the DMs on Instagram. So here's your action step for today. What's your dream? What is it? that desire that God's placed in your heart and why are you not doing it? Why are we now at the end of August and you're not where you want to be? Sit down and figure out what's your gift. And if you're having a hard time with that, think back to your childhood. What did you excel in as a child like me? It was for leading teams, leading sports, playing sports. What did you excel in as a child? And is there a way that the Lord might use that now? What is that desire that he's placed in your heart and get really, really real with yourself as to why you aren't doing it? What are you afraid of? What's that first step that you know that you need to take that you're afraid of taking? What are those automated negative thoughts? Are you afraid of success? Are you afraid of failure? What are you afraid of? What's that story? What are those beliefs? Do you have soul wounds and traumas that the Lord needs to heal? Pray and ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you anything and everything that's holding you back right now. And then you got to get on a mission to work through it so you don't get to the end of your life with unfinished business. And of course, if you have any questions about anything I covered today or anything that you ever need help with in any way, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and I will be happy to help you in any way that I can. So friend, Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. And please remember, you are a gift. You have a gift. And the world is waiting on you to open that gift and share it in a way that only you can. Have an amazing rest of your day. Take care. God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. 
Have a beautiful day and God bless.